Are you a sexy, indulgent musician suffering from consistent long hours, crippling self-doubt, and constant disappointment? Well, do we have a show for you. Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Disappointment, a bi-weekly deep dive into what it takes to be a healthy and successful musician in the modern industry. My name is Melody Kaiser. And I'm Dustin Williams. And we are both full-time musicians and creative entrepreneurs. And today we are doing something a little bit different for us. <laughs> We're going to play a game. Hey, hey. <laughs> the game is called SDD Music Trivia okay. Original, mm-hmm. a game created by yours truly <laughs> to get this Monday off to a good start. Yes. For everybody's week. Mm-hmm. So play along with us. It's guaranteed to be a good time. <laughs> Who knows? We might learn something. Or your money back. (laughs) The money money that you definitely spent to listen to this. (laughs) I'm stoked. So Dustin doesn't know any of these questions. I I am the host. I actually didn't know most of them. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So, okay. So before we go, most of them are going to be rock music centric because that's kind of where we're at. Yep. Um, That's kind of the theme of the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) But there's a few like peppered in that aren't rock music centric. Okay. And I also threw in some hard music theory ones at the end. Ooh. Well, some are hard, some are not hard. Nice. Uh, But feel free to play along at home. Hopefully we can do this again because I'm really excited about it. I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stoked. Uh, I love trivia. Nice. It's my thing. Okay. So... Without further ado, mm-hmm. let's get started. Indeed. Question one. Who were the three original inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1986? Um, can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want me to give you some options? Yes. Okay, or give you a hint. Yeah. Okay, so they're all like um, 50s artists. They're all like rock and roll. Okay. Like the, I would say they're three of the most famous um, rock and roll artists. Okay. And they're all men, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I think that's actually still a problem in the rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, I think that might actually yeah. still be a thing. Um. So honestly, if you get one, that's awesome. So okay. just start listing off some fifties. Elvis. Yep. You're right. That's one of them. Um. Chuck Berry? Yep, that's one of them. Nice. There's only one more. Uh, Little Richard? That's the third one. Nice. Look, <laughs> Look at, at you. <laughs> Congrats. That was I'm awesome. I'm so smart. Out of those three, who's your favorite? Like, who, who, do you, who, like, who do you listen to and you're like, oh, that's actually really cool? Um, interesting question. I mean, so, I know you probably don't listen to them, like, often. Yeah, but... probably not. Really not any of them a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, out, of, out of the three, mm-hmm. probably... Chuck. Really? Yeah. Um, and that's partially because I've taught um, a lot of Johnny Be Good to, to most young, of his songs start the same way. Yeah, so. they sure do. <laughs> um, and I was uh, and still am a huge Back to the Future fan. Mm-hmm. So I love the uh, you know the callback. Your kids in that are gonna movie. love it. And your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my favorite's probably Little Richard. Honestly, okay. I probably actually listened to his songs the most because mm-hmm. they're just like two minutes long and they're just super fun. Yeah. It's interesting though, right? Like how, um, just side note, how like, you know, in that period of time, like a lot of the songs were like two, three minutes. I think that was like a radio stipulation. Yeah. I think you yeah. were required. And, and probably like, like a technology factor, maybe a little maybe bit. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, that would make sense. 
I mean, I don't know for sure, but but then you had, you know, 60s and then 70s, especially when you started getting like these yeah, prog well, bands. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, you know, fucking 2112. Right. <laughs> I don't know if that was the 70s or 80s, but. You know, I would think, though, because, you know, like they say um, the shorter vinyl, like the shorter length that something is on vinyl, the higher mm-hmm. the sound quality can be. So I imagine hmm. on 45s, a two minute long song sounded pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's you know true. What I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't think about that, but I don't that's know. A good point. I also grew up listening to Elvis a lot too, though. Yeah, I, I don't know if I grew up listening to him actively, but I'm sure, like, I mean, you know, some of the bigger hits are yeah. obviously all over the place. So. Yeah, he's my mom's favorite singer, so we listen really? to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Mr. Presley. All right, second question. Mm. You ready? This no. one surprised me too. They actually get easier because I ran out of hard ones. <laughs> so, okay. um, which album was the first to be labeled hard rock? Oh. Like it got its own section in the record store. Can I get a decade hint? Yeah, it's 60s. Oh. And it's not what we would think of as hard rock. <laughs> would it have been um, Revolver? You, you're, I mean, that's a great guess. Okay. Yeah. Is it a Beatles record? No. Okay. Um, I believe 60s. the band is British, though. Let 60s. me check on that before I say that. Um, uh, any other hints that you can throw my way? Sure. Yep, they are British. Okay. Um, a lot of their riffs are kind of similar. <laughs> uh, a their song, one of their main songs, actually, the title of this album was a title track. It was later covered by Van Halen. Oh, um, you really got me. Freaking, yeah. uh, is that um, uh, the King? Yes, yeah. yeah, it is the King. Yeah. Okay, so cool. that album. But if you think about, like, I think that album was the da 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 da, and the daytime, and that was hard day, rock, and all of the. Night. Is it because of the drive? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first wow. ever considered hard rock album. That's cool. I didn't Isn't that know that. Cool? Yeah. I know. <laughs> the more you know. It's funny how, like, yeah, nowadays that would not be probably considered hard rock oh right? not even close classic rock maybe yeah. or like mod rock yeah it's, it's mod almost rock. not yeah, even yeah, classic yeah. rock Tr- yeah very it's true. almost like what most people consider before classic yeah. rock in a way yeah interesting okay so here's kind of a base e question okay it's like a history question but base mm-hmm. <laughs> themed in what country was metallica's bassist cliff burton killed oh oh that's a nice thought uh, <laughs> um I'll give you a hint. It's a European country. Right. I knew that. And I can even make it multiple choice if you want. Um, uh, yeah. Why don't you do that? Okay. So A, Denmark. Mm-hmm. B, Norway. Mm-hmm. C, Sweden. Shit. Um, ooh, God. I don't know. Uh, was it... Was it Norway? Ah. Right. <laughs> I didn't know this one either. It's Sweden. Oh, so I was going to say that. And then I was really? like, no, it can't be Sweden. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. But um, yeah, well, there you go. I know. Kind of a sad one. Yeah. Do you think that he was amazing at bass? Because a lot of people find him like way better. That, or like that period of Metallica was like incredible mm. for bass. Um, What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he was he was a a great player. I mean, very technical, very versed in like music theory, and um, you know, I mean, definitely ahead of his time in a lot of ways. Uh, 
I don't know if I would say that he was like the best par none right. because like I feel like every bass player really brought something special. Um, and as is tradition lately in our podcasts, I've been citing the SBL podcast a lot. And right. they did actually just do a video on YouTube recently that pretty much asked that question. Um, and uh, it was a very mixed review because um, like they kind of rated them on like different aspects of their playing. Um, so like Jason Newstead, who I, he would like, when I first started listening to Metallica, like he was the bass player. He's I the knew. one that I know. Yeah. More, yeah. Right. Because he did like the black album and, um, oh gosh. I mean, it's, it's well known for him being on what injustice for all. And you can't hear it at all. Cause they like took right. the bass down because Lars is a douche. Um, <laughs> and he is, um, <laughs> Not even hiding it. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, and I think he had great tone. Um, I love that he played with a pick because out of the three bass players that they've had, uh, or the three main bass players, he was really the only one who did that. Um, That's but, interesting because yeah. I would think in that music that would be um, not like required, but, but like it thing. would be, yeah. Right, yeah, no, um, Cliff is all finger... Uh, Trujillo is a finger guy. I, I'm sure he uses a pick. Actually, I know he uses a pick on some stuff and they, they put out a song not too long ago where he did play, uh, with a pick. So, um, <laughs> you can hear it in track. I can't kidding. remember the name, but you can hear it. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're all great. I mean, they offer something different. I think Trujillo has like one of the deepest grooves, mm -hmm. like, cause he was in, speaking of grooves, he was in infectious grooves. He was also wow. played for Ozzy. I didn't um, know he was in Infectious Groove. Mm -hmm, and Suicidal Tendencies as well. Wow. Um, yeah. You know what's crazy? Mm -hmm. You know that um, like viral drummer, uh, Grayson Nukrutman, the guy that's mm. like the jazz drummer, yeah. the young kid? Yeah, he's He just super joined young. Suicidal Tendencies. Did he really? Wow. I know. That's crazy. I, he, like I saw him playing like Caravan and Whiplash. And, like, yeah, suicidal Tendencies yeah, yeah. seems like very left field. Wow. I guess it's been several months now, but for me, that's very recently. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, that's cool. Yeah. That's really I thought cool. that was kind of a random. So they must have, they just are really good at picking musicians. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question. Okay. You're going to hate me for this. One. Yeah. Sweet. What band were Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley in before they created Kiss? Before Kiss? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Pre-makeup. Uh, I actually have, have no, no idea. idea. Mm -mm. It was called Wicked Lester. Yeah. Who yeah. Cares, right? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even give a shit I about just, Kiss. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> it is really I snuck a couple of those in here. <laughs> hmm. I didn't... I Yeah, I mean, I honestly didn't know they were in a band at all before. I thought... The whole image I've always had of Gene is like he he helped found Kiss because he was trying to make money in I mean, the music yeah. industry. But I think it was yeah, I mean for sure, and I think that's where like the makeup and because mm -hmm. they were very good at branding. Yeah, like they immediately from the top knew that not that great was players, be. but they were. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Paul Stanley's probably okay, but yeah, yeah, Gene kind of sucks. I mean yeah, I think they're all <laughs> like kind of mediocre. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> In what year did Leonard Skinner's plane crash? Oh, I actually, I used to know this one. I just had a conversation about this not Leonard too long Skinner's ago. Plane. Yeah, well, just like musicians who die in plane crashes because it's like it's alarmingly lot. common. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it used to be more. And I think it was because a lot of people did like the private planes. Yeah. But they forgot to like put gas in them or, or like check them properly or like the them. pilots were fucked up yeah, or something. I think yeah. It, yeah. That was a lot more common than it is today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
keep up with your playing. 80s? No, it was 70s. It was 70s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 79? It's before that. Ah, I don't know. It's 77. Ah, oh, same year Star Wars came out. See, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking nerd. (laughs) You know it. You know it. Okay, this one you should know. It should be very obvious. Oh, don't say that. I had to put that. it in here because okay. it's stupid as shit. All right. What guitarist won the national squirrel shooting competition? What? It's Why would obvious. I know this? It's obvious. The nat- national squirrel shooting yeah. competition. Yeah. What That's guitarist so much to unpack with hunt. that sentence. <laughs> I know. What guitarist is famous for hunting? <sighs> for hunting? Yeah, total dickhead. Uh, Famous for hunting. Lives uh, in Montana. Owns like Ted Nugent. Yeah. Wow, I was right about yeah. that. Holy shit! He won the National Squirrel Shooting Competition. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Even I love is how that? I guess that based off of like you saying like he's total asshole. <laughs> like that's got to be Ted. <laughs> yeah, and he's a hunter. He's like a huge hunter. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he like goes to Africa and kills like. Game. Does he really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He's a terrible I, did, I actually didn't know that, but yeah. um, I'm not surprised. And yeah, he's one of the worst. It, to me, it was going to be that, or it was going to be some random like blues guitar player who was like <laughs> Joe Bonamassa. <laughs> well, I was I was going to say like like Robert Johnson or somebody like right. like from like the country who was just right. like oh, I don't know. We just hunt squirrels, dude. <laughs> the national like... squirrel competition. <laughs> I will say though, and this is probably going to get a lot of shit. I actually mm-hmm. do like some of Ted Nugent's songs. I mean, he like writes, the guitar riffs. He writes some cool riffs. He's I'm a not pretty gonna, good guitar yeah, player. Yeah, for sure. He's I won't take that away from him. Person. But yeah, he's definitely a shithead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we all know Dustin loves Led Zeppelin. So uh, I yeah. put a bunch of Led Zeppelin questions yeah, in here sick. just for fun. I'm probably going to get a lot of them wrong. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what member of Led Zeppelin arranged the strings on the Rolling Stones? She's a rainbow. John Paul Jones. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know what record you were going to say, but like he's the only one in the band that did that kind of stuff. As far as I know, I don't think is it. She's was a like, rainbow. The Gina la na na, where she came from, and like even Mick Jagger can't hit the notes because it's so low. I have no idea. No, that's Ruby Tuesday. I was singing okay. Ruby Tuesday. Never mind. You're a bigger Stones fan. Fan might be a strong word, but you know more about. I the Stones like than the Stones. I do. Yeah, I actually, I am, I'm a fan. I mean, I don't listen to them all the time, but mm. yeah, I do enjoy them. Um. Okay, this is interesting. What member of Queen was the first to release a solo album? Ooh, Taylor. Yeah. Roger Taylor. How did you know that? Well, I knew it wasn't Deacon because he, after Freddie died, he basically just quit music. Right. Um, and then Brian May went on to focus more on his astrophysics career uh, and Freddie was dead. So <laughs> <laughs> it was Freddie. <laughs> so it was actually Freddie. Um, Freddie was the first to do a solo career. <laughs> didn't last very long. Peace oh, out, guys. Such dark jokes. Oh, rest in peace, Freddie. We love you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, here's in, another crazy one. You're not going to know, but I thought okay. it was interesting. <laughs> you may know it. But from where did Deep Purple take their name? Ooh. It's so random. I'm sure it is. Um, oh, God. I have no idea. It was Richie Blackmore, the guitarist's mm-hmm. grandmother's favorite song. Wait, what? Isn't that so interesting? It was Richie Blackmore's uh-huh. grandmother's favorite, favorite song. Who's this? Who wrote that I don't song? Know. Let me look it up. That's Deep a good question. Deep Purple. Deep Purple song. It's a cool. It's a cool band name. I think know? it's a really cool band name. Yeah. Uh, it's by Nino Tempo and April Stevens. 
No idea who they are. Me either. But it looks super <laughs> old. <laughs> it looks like it was a piano song in the 30s. I was going to say it had to be 30s or yeah. 40s, right? Okay. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. That is cool. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one I thought was interesting. Okay. In what country was ACDC singer Bon Scott born? Because mm. I thought they're an Australian band, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's not Australia. I figured. <laughs> is it like something unexpected? Uh, I mean, not really. It's not like crazy. It's not like Tanzania or something. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, was he born in like Nepal or something? Because <laughs> no, his parents were missionaries. Not. <laughs> it's not. Um, I, I'll give you a hint. Okay. He played an instrument on a lot of ACDC songs that's mm. connected to this country. Scotland? Yeah. Nice. Because they have the bagpipes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So is is so he was born in Scotland, but then his family emigrated, I guess. I guess. Or okay. I'm not really sure. Hmm. I'm really so does that. he have a Scottish accent? I don't think so. The only thing I really know about him that's kind of I guess I could have made it another trivia question, is he froze to death. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. He got too drunk. And I like knew you were going to say that. out in a car. Oh, wow. And he froze to death. That's crazy. Well, that's what I've heard. Now I'm like, I probably, somebody was probably like, fuck it with me. I don't but, know. It might be true. I mean, musicians have, have kicked the bucket in some pretty wild ways. Um, Let me see. It was technically alcohol poisoning. Ah. But he froze. By way of freezing car. to death. Right. <laughs> he probably would have woken up if it wasn't fucking freezing outside. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Craziness. All right, here's another misadventure. Mm. I love this one. This one's amazing. In 1969, Doors singer Jim Morrison mm. was arrested on stage for what? Ooh. Um, all right, so it's either going to be something really vanilla that you're like, what the fuck? Or it's going to be something like really rock star. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, urinating in public? You're getting close. Really? Yeah. Was, Indecent exposure? Yeah. Oh. He whipped his dick out. <laughs> in me a surprised. Song. In a song? Yeah. Like, like while then, they were playing? Oh, yeah. So that night, that yeah. same night. Oh, okay. So he did that and then like somebody called the police and said, hey. No, the police were there <laughs> on stage because it was a big deal that they were already there. Okay. And so he just uh, whipped his penis out. That, that'll show him. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> What I would have given to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> Amazing. I think it was in Florida, too, if I don't remember. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, Florida man went stick out on yeah. stage. <laughs> uh, are, they, where are, they from? are they from Florida? No, they're from Los Angeles. No, I didn't know. Oh. It's a good movie if you've never seen it. It's one not. of my favorites. It's an amazing movie. Okay. It's uh, Francis Ford Coppola, I think, directed that- it doesn't surprise me yeah yeah it's very good the doors are cool they were just never really much on my radar for oh, a while really? I, I, th- I think like at least when i was you know younger and like learning the bass because i knew they didn't have a bass player i was like maybe biased or something Most even of though their studio like, songs do they do i know yeah but I, I don't know you know teenagers right what are you gonna do i love the doors <laughs> i mean i get why people don't like them but i've always liked them i think that they're so cool yeah um okay moving along here what band were rejected 44 times mm. before getting signed to Warner Brothers Records? Ooh. Um, I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's like n- late 90s, early 2000s. Late 90s, Kind of defined 2000s. the genre, though. Kind of almost made a new genre in a way. Okay. Um, 
Late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, I would say. Okay. Oh, you would say, huh? Well, I think it, I mean, it's, they could have been earlier than that, but yeah, when yeah, I yeah. think of them, I think, think of late 90s, late 90s early Park? 2000s. Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. I'm so smart. 44 <laughs> times. That's rough. That's a lot. Yeah, but they would they have totally... been hard to not give up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they were very persistent. Good for them. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I mean, and they, you're right. I mean, they totally kind of reinvented music for right? a little bit. Yeah, it was totally different. It yeah. was like hip hop, screamo, yeah. not really screamo, like metal. New metal. Yeah, it was new metal <laughs> and hip hop. That was kind Don't of Don't forget a... it's NU too for those folks out there listening. Trivia. <laughs> so I thought this was interesting too. Mm. Who recommended to their record label that the record label sign Led Zeppelin? And it happened. Oh, I actually did know this. Uh, I just... It was like on a YouTube video that I saw this recently. Um, Is it a man or a woman? Do you remember? Uh, now that you say that, I'm starting to second guess. I was going to say a dude. No. Mm, mm, mm. Women are always right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is true. <laughs> um, except for Lauren Bobert. She can... Lo- Lauren Bobert. <laughs> sorry. She can fuck right off. Um, <laughs> ooh... What'd she do? A musician, I assume. Yeah. What did Lauren Bobert do? Yeah. What didn't she do? I don't I don't really know. She's who she's the, the Okay, sidebar. She's the um <laughs> she's a representative or a senator from um Colorado. She's the one that just got oh. caught for like fondling her boyfriend during the Beetlejuice oh. play. And then she was like vaping. Like it yeah, she's she and then she's like super like ultra far right, like Huh. Yeah, fuck Big, Lauren. Yeah, fuck Lauren, dude. Um, <laughs> I don't even know her and I don't like her. Yeah, she's a bad one. Bad cookie. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, um, no, it is, I will say, I'll give you some hints. Okay. Um, 60s singer, famous okay. in the 60s. All right. Not really rock and roll, but definitely not traditional singing. Like, she wasn't old. She was okay. hip with the times. Um. Ooh. I would say almost kind of soulish. Soulish. But she was white. Okay. Um that's honestly making it harder. <laughs> um Can I give you a song hint? Yeah. Of what song she did? Yeah. Okay, I'll give you two. So Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. When they gather around and start talking. That's when Billy would take me walking. Um, oh, uh, it wasn't Nancy um, Sinatra, You're getting right? Close. You're getting close. But that would be the boots are made for walking. Yeah. That was the Nancy Sinatra yeah, song. That you're so right. yeah. So the other song that this person did was Spooky. Okay. Which was covered by like Atlanta Rhythm Section and a bunch of other people. Um, I don't know. Dusty Springfield. I definitely wouldn't have guessed that. You wouldn't have guessed that? No. I think I'm she not also, super familiar with her, I to think be she also did Fever. No, that's Peggy Lee. Never mind. Peggy Lee is pretty awesome, too. Yeah, Peggy Lee I is awesome. I love Fever. That's one of my favorite songs. The Fever. Boom. 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 Yep. It's so, like, slow, but so awesome. All right. Moving along. Okay. Farouk Bulsara. Is the real name of what? Freddie famous Mercury. Singer. Good job. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher this. <laughs> Chaim Witz 
is the real name of what famous rock musician? Oh. I'll give you a hint. Uh-huh. You hate him. I hate him? Yeah. Oh, uh, Gene Simmons. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it kind of has like a slightly Hebrew vibe to the name, right. maybe. Yeah. And I knew that his family was from Israel. Yeah. So. Chaim kind of sounds like Israel, or they're Chaiman. just like <laughs> it sure does there. Chaimen <laughs> <laughs> <Hyman> Vince. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, um, yeah, I I think his mom was she survived the Holocaust. Okay, I know that. Okay, so I don't know okay. if she was from Israel or if she was know. like Polish or Let's like. Look, where was Gene Simmons born? I want mm, I want to say it was Israel. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. okay, cool. You're right. Nice. Good job. Okay. So when Paul McCartney was writing Yesterday, what was it originally titled? Mm, it's tomorrow? So <laughs> it was Scrambled Eggs. What? I swear. That was it. That's li- So that's interesting. So like it's a very, um, it's almost like he was more interested in the phonetics of how oh, it sounded rather than what the words were, which yeah. is... It per- makes perfect sense. I think to that's me. how he always functions. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, I'm glad he changed it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Scrambled eggs. All my pan is sticky yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> no, that was good. You, you're, you're on a roll. You got somewhere. <laughs> kind of. All right. The band, this is so random. Okay. I just had to put this in here. All right. The band Blondie, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite bands. Yes, I ever. Do know this. I yeah. love that. Was named after what? I had no idea. Um, it's so random. I, I mm. apparently Hitler's dog. Oh my god! Was also named Blondie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I don't think they're Nazis, but that's no, a weird choice. No, it's not a vibe I get, but yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> I think they were kind of like anti-Nazi. I think that was the whole point, but that is a weird choice. That is, yeah. For sure. Okay, you probably know this one. Okay. Um, what famous singer was Greg Allman married to and had children with? You keep saying you'll probably know this one, and then it's the ones that you say that on that I don't know. Can I give you a hint? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're going to laugh. Okay. Burl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best attempt. <sighs> Do you believe? Oh, God. Um, uh, <laughs> No, no. I wanted to say Cindy Lopper, but it's no. We'll it's hear not, it from um, the people of the town. Why am I not? Happy. Why can't I get her name in my head right now? It's mm. all we ever heard. Um, Cher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God That's damn. Right. It, I knew it was a C. And then my, first, my brain was like, ah, it's Cindy. Yeah. Totally different vocal tones, but at Very least they were so. both pop stars. Yeah. Yeah. Cindy Lopper's like, and Cher's like, right, and Cher's like, Burr. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Amazing. So, would you describe Cher's voice as very like throaty, chesty? Yes. Okay. But I have this is something I can like totally nerd out on okay. because I actually really like Cher. Mm-hmm. It changed. So, if mm. you listen to her early stuff with Sunny and Cher, mm-hmm. and even her early solo album stuff. She sings like a normal person. Huh. I mean, it's it's not even, I wouldn't say it's remarkably beautiful mm-hmm. or anything, but she just sounds totally normal. Like, um, you know, and when I'm sad, you're a clown. 
Oh. And if I get scared, you're always around. <laughs> and then I don't know. I guess a vocal teacher told her, like, if you want to keep your voice, you got to put it in your chest. Because huh. then all of a sudden she came out and was like, and like everything after that was like that too she inspired eddie vetter isn't that amazing so yeah i'm actually a really big share fan but her voice totally changed and i don't know why the botox probably but it, maybe <laughs> but it's definitely like a year like i really think really? some vocal teacher must have told her like you need to do this interesting or she just did it on her own but i don't know where the hell she got that that idea from drugs dude maybe all right you you're probably gonna know this one you Who, say that who founded Motown Records? Barry Gordy. Boom. I said that. I said that. <laughs> this is one for the ladies. Who was, <laughs> who was the first woman ever inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Ooh. I know I've heard this before, too. Was she a rock and roll musician? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, she kind of goes with the last question more. Motown? Okay. I think. Um, I think she was on Motown. Was it Aretha? Mm -hmm. Okay. That was Motown, Yeah, I think right? she did some Motown. I know she definitely did um, chess, Muscle right? Souls as well. Was she on chess ever, or am I making that up? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's probably listening like, you dummy. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably do a lot of the things I said. <laughs> so this is amazing. Okay. Uh, another one for the ladies, giving the ladies some cred. Who was the only country artist to have a top 20 hit in six decades? Six. Dolly Parton? Yeah. Yeah, it had to be. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. 60 years. That's so crazy. Still cranking out the hits. She's fucking awesome. Go Dolly. Go Dolly. She's I the know. best. And she's done it without really pissing anybody off. Like, she's probably pissed some people off, but yeah, the well, majority she, of the public still really like her. Yeah, I mean, I, the only time I can imagine she would have pissed somebody off was when she left that deal with... Um, I just saw this on Drunk History recently. Um, I love that show. Oh, you Elvis? You talking about the Elvis no, thing? No, it was, um, I forget. She was on some guy's variety show or something. And she like, Oh. she was like a recurring like. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the guy um, in the suit. Why am I? Yeah. Porter. Uh, Porter. Um, what was his? Uh, oh, good grief. Yeah. Why am I? Uh, it was Porter Wagner. Porter That's Wagner. It. That's it. Yeah, yeah. the guy and with she, the like, tassels. And she like left his show, and at she first wrote, he was I like, will "Always love you." Yeah, friend. and and then like they were fine later, but like yeah, he was probably a little bummed out at first. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it was devastating for him because yeah. she's the only reason why people watch the photo yeah, right now. For sure. Yeah. Um, you know, another cool Dolly fact that we could kind of tie into like copyright stuff. Mm -hmm. This is very interesting. Um, I will always love you. Right. Elvis wanted to do it, interesting. and at this point, Elvis was like. The king of rock and roll. Like this was before he, he kind of went downhill. Washed a up bit a bit. He, yeah. yeah. And um, he heard the song. He loved it. But Elvis's manager, the colonel, called Dolly Parton and said, Elvis wants to do it. But if Elvis does your song, we get full credit. Like writing credit? Yeah. Oh, fuck off. And she said no. Yeah. Good for and her. And then that song has made her more money than any other song. Yeah. That she's written because Absolutely. of Whitney doing it later. So anyway, wow, the colonel, the colonel, yeah, was it the KFC guy? <laughs> no, so they called him the colonel. We could honestly do like a music history <laughs> podcast too. We're doing it I right now, this. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, the colonel was very interesting. He was kind of like a washed-up businessman type. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe, if I'm trying to remember right, 
He was foreign. He was from somewhere in Europe, mm-hmm. but he came to America and totally faked his identity. Uh, Colonel Parker nice. was his name. I forget okay. his first name. Um, and just robbed Elvis blind. Yeah. Like just took advantage of him in every way. He surprise, got 50% surprise. of everything. 50%. Yeah. Oh my God. And even, even then when you're raking in money, that's like still like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Dude. A lot of, and he was, you know, wow. that was why Elvis got so bad was because he was making so much. So uh-huh. he would be like, you got to perform. So like, here's some drugs and you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. 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 So damn. Yeah. Kind of sad. Bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really bad. Guy. Yeah. Sounds like it. All right. In the stupid world. And actually, this what? isn't that stupid. I, I'm going to say because they had a point for it and I will explain why. Okay. Because I also know about this. Van Halen famously banned what color of M&Ms from their rider? Oh, I know this one. Uh, green. Mm? It's not green? Mm-mm. I know this story, but I guess yeah. I'm wrong about the green. Um, I don't know. I think it's brown. Brown. Okay. Yeah. So the reason why they did this, people think it was just them being divas, right. but it no, actually wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was because they knew if somebody didn't read their writer for the food, yep. they wouldn't read the writer for the tech. Exactly. And they didn't want their stage to collapse mm-hmm. and for people to die. So Yeah, it was actually a very smart way to, it was. Uh, to approach yeah. that. So it wasn't, uh, I mean, they <laughs> it was kind of a funny way to do it, but it wasn't totally being divas and assholes. Yeah. There was a reason to it. Yeah. Um, okay. This is kind of cool. What legendary singer was the cousin of Whitney Houston and kind of gave her her start? Uh, ooh. Um, would it have been, um, somebody on like Motown records as well? No, no? I don't think she's that old. I don't think, I think this was more, my understanding of her is it was more like seventies, but let me make sure. Um. Yeah, post she disco, post Motown, uh, kind of more like R and B, like seventies R and B, um, kind of stuff. She's still alive. Um, and I don't know if you're really into this, but she was a singer on We Are the World. If you've ever seen that, yeah, I have. Yeah, but I, you know, okay. It was uh, Dionne Warwick. Have you ever heard oh, of her? Oh, of course. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. She's a that's cousin. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. I like Dionne. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Wouldn't you describe her as kind of R&B? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think For I sure. Right? For sure. Yeah. Okay. This one's easy. Most people are going to know this, but I had to throw it in just to have a classical question. What classical composer was deaf? <laughs> Beethoven. Yeah. Everybody knows that. And if Come you on. didn't. <laughs> just kidding. All right. This one's easy, too. I had to throw some easy ones in here. What astronomer is name dropped in Bohemian Rhapsody? Galileo. 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 <laughs> Magnifico. Oh. <laughs> I'm just a poor boy. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep going, guys. <laughs> yeah. This is what you're paying good money uh, yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say we'll put a link to our uh, Patreon <laughs> right. that we don't have. <laughs> I actually do have a Patreon. You do have a Hey Dreamer Patreon. Uh, Yeah, it's for Hey Dreamer, though, not SDD. They're honestly kind of tied in. That's true. I mean, we're two out of three here. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to help us out on Patreon, (laughs) that would be greatly (laughs) appreciated. Um, Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, What political figure? This is Mm. amazing. I have no idea. What 
what political figure does Adele attribute her fame to? She says that this political figure is the reason why she blew up. Uh. <laughs> Which I don't know if this is true because I'll give you a hint. It, she was already on SNL, I think, when she met the political figure. So I don't think it was like... On on SNL? Yeah. Like, like performing Adele, on... Yeah. And this political figure was like hosting or like on it in some way or something. Uh, like was it American politi- politician? Yeah. Can I give Oof, you a hint? Yeah. I see Russia from here. Oh my God. Sarah fucking Palin? Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't All really right. know the story why. Yeah, I, I like need, looked I need up story an on article. <laughs> here, let me look up. Okay. So Sarah Palin, Adele. Let's wow. see what, what we have here. Oh, apparently it's only in part. She attributes her success in part. Well, yeah, giving her full credit might be a little bit generous. So the powerhouse vocalist said Palin was set or it was meant to appear on SNL the week after Adele, but something came up with the campaign. She came and did SNL the week I was doing it. It was one of the most watched SNLs ever and two weeks before the Grammy ballots. Wow. Damn. I know. People probably just watched it so that they could watch Sarah Palin crash and burn. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I wonder if she did. I don't know. I see mooses. <laughs> it's actually meese. <laughs> I see all the meese. <laughs> um, you'll probably, I don't know if you're going to know this one. Okay. It's, you know, 80s trivia. What was the first music video ever aired on MTV? Mm. I'll give you a hint. It's clever. It like goes with the the theme of MTV. Uh, like the theme of the original MTV, right? Um, I got my wireless back in '52. Oh God! Um, ooh, 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 oh, 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 who is that? I actually don't. I can't remember the name. Do you know the song name of the song? Uh, oh, 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 I can't even say the name of the song. Oh, God. Uh, oh. oh. It's a dope song, though. I actually really like that too. Video killed the radio oh star. Yeah. Right. Who, and then the did... band is the Buggles. I think they were um, a one-hit wonder. Yeah, for sure. But that video killed. I thought that was clever. That is. They already yeah. knew. Damn. <laughs> they were like, "We're gonna take down radio." That's awesome. And they're right. Not that. Yeah. All right. What Rolling Stone song is also the name of a chain restaurant? I think a Rolling Stone song. Um, Goodbye. Who could That was a song I was singing earlier. Yeah. She went on and on. Where she came from. Don't know. That low. It's Ruby Tuesday. Ah. Goodbye. Ruby Tuesday. Yeah, see, I I know I've heard that song before. Yeah, you but for sure have. Not enough for me to, and I, and you know my feelings about the Rolling Stones. So excuses, excuses. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't excuses. It's it's valid. But, or <laughs> All truthful, right. Anyway, what's the J in Mary J. Blige stand for? Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Jonathan Blige. <laughs> um. They probably did it so it wasn't a drug reference. Right. Uh, Jane, I guess. Yeah, that was a hint. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to I, I, It took me a second to realize <laughs> you were giving me a hint, but yeah. yeah. Okay, this one's really important. Okay. What's your favorite Hey Dreamer song? Oh, that is a good question. Oh. 
Um, there is a wrong answer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, favorite, favorite. Um, God, each one is so special to me because they all do something different. Um, well, that was nice. It's true, <laughs> honestly. Um, okay, so I, I think it's kind of morphed for me over time a little bit. Um, I mean, if you yeah. need to say more than one. <laughs> well, I love, I, okay, so I love playing Cool Confusion. Um, it's a really fun song, uh, very, uh, very good arrangement. Um, well, the bass line that you came up with is also sick. The bass line is a lot of fun. It's a walking boom, boom, the kind boom, of thing, boom, yeah, boom, which I love boom, to do. Um, that's very uh, like Leland Sklar of you. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'll take think that about it. Day. Like think like uh, you think like Doctor My Eyes. Uh huh. You know, like Doctor Map. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean that one's pretty high up there. Um, I love playing Night Flight. Ironically, I don't know if it's ironic, but not necessarily because I do the bass solos mm -hmm. live, but I just really love the groove on that one. Bing, it's weird ding, ding, ding. and I love your guitar part the way that's a hard one to sing and play I can imagine yeah. I would not be able to do it's it it's very syncopated and yeah. awkward yeah every once in a while I'll get off but I try to just get back I've, in honestly I don't know if I've really ever noticed that um, <laughs> well I it probably doesn't really like, matter I probably like, just -doo -doo, -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> nobody cares <laughs> right um, no I love that one and I love the jam we do on the end um, yeah that one is fun uh, I love breaking ground just because we always open with that and it's just a great way to like get the energy up and it's just a lot of fun to play. It's got some um, interesting like flat five. I love that about it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. When I first, when I first was learning it like four years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know when I was like learning, I was like, Oh, that's an interesting choice. And I was like, well, what should I play here? Cause like sometimes I would like, cause the recording, the bass goes to the F sharp right on like the pre-chorus and then the chorus, it does the B flat. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's a really fun one. I mean, I don't know, Mel, but I will say, this I, is really just an ego. Question. I know. Okay. I know. This is an ego booster. <laughs> um, I am really excited about, um, uh, oh, the newest one that we've, kind of wrote and added to the list like one that we've played live um about time yeah thank you yeah yeah that one's i've actually fun. for our upcoming writing session i've got like four oh hell yeah that i'm bringing okay yeah nice been working hard new tunes coming your way working hard hardly working and you've definitely been working <laughs> depends on <laughs> depends on who you ask <laughs> um okay i have some bass questions for you Ooh. bass trivia bass trivia here we go <laughs> Who was the first bassist to use a fretless bass guitar? Fretless bass guitar? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it definitely wasn't Jocko. Um, Jocko. Jocko. Jacoby. Um, <laughs> it sounds like Jocko. Jocko. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he definitely would have hated me. I'm glad he didn't cross back. <laughs> he hated a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of people hated him too, didn't he? Yeah, like, probably get the more shit that. beat out of him to death. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> but he was also like super drugged out. Oh. Um, well, poor that's guy. Sad, then. Yeah, it's pretty tragic. Um, Wasn't he like your age? 
He was like thirty three. Uh, yeah, he or was. Something. He was. Yeah, he was pretty close. Maybe a couple years older than me. Good yeah. Grief. Yeah, he was young. Yeah. Um, PSA: Don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy. Electric bass guitar, fretless. Sorry, fretless yeah. bass guitar. Um, I actually don't know this person very well, but you're gonna know him, I'm sure, because you're a bass player. Uh, okay, if it's somebody you don't know that well, then it w- probably wouldn't be like Stanley Clark. No, or, um, I. You're probably going to know. I, I don't know. Who I don't is. know. Who was it? Bill Wyman. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. That's the bass player from the Rolling Stones. Is it really? Yeah. That shows me. That's interesting. Yeah. I would not have guessed that because I feel like he was well known for playing like hollow bodies. I think I could be very off on that. But I feel like he was like one of those like guys who would play like the um, 335 style basses or maybe he, he, I think he played a lot of Gibsons. Well, I think, but I could, again, I could be totally off base there. I don't know. Off base. Here's hey. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's kind of going on that question. Okay. What company first mass produced a fretless base? A fretless base. This was also shocking to me. Okay. It is a company that does base stuff. So it's not Fender. No. And it's not Gibson. No. Um, I don't know that they really make bases anymore, but they do base related products. Uh, okay. Um, it wouldn't be Alembic? No. Shooting them for the moon there. Um. Starts with an A, though. It does start with an A? Oh. Uh, not Alvarez. Um. A? Yeah. It's kind of a shocker, this one. Don't know. Ampeg. Oh, no shit. Duh. Ampeg made the first mass-produced fretless bass? Yeah. I mean, according to the internet. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's probably, it's probably right. I mean, because <laughs> I know that they made, like, the um, those clear, like, um, not plexiglass. Maybe it was plexiglass or, like, polyurethane bases. They, like, those are the most well-known Ampeg bases. They really? didn't make a lot of different bases, yeah, because they, I, I mean. those sounded weird. I think they're kind of cool sounding, but they're yeah. like those clear ones that they made are like insanely heavy. They're like 16 pounds or something oh, crazy. Lord. I don't know if they're actually that much, but they're like way too heavy for like a base. Yeah. For like playing. Yeah. Like actually. Playing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. You're going to know this one. Okay. For sure. <laughs> what label did James Jamerson play for? Motown. Boom. Goes the dynamite. Okay. This was one that. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Oh, I am. Okay. <laughs> this is one that I actually knew and was really excited about. Okay. Eddie Van Halen is known to play the solo on Beat It, and he's often thought to be the only guitar player. Which guitar player played the rest of the song? Oh, fucking. I just um, I just read about this. Like, not... Like, actually played the actual guitar yeah, player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... Uh, uh, not Lukather. Yeah, it was Lukather. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve. Toto, yep. but yeah. also like every other album, like almost ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was like a session guy. Oh yeah, just like a uh, Picaro. They right? really all were. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. Toto was like a band made in a studio. Really, I fucking love it. Yeah, that's why they're so good. Yeah, at everything. So Their songs are very complex. Usually, yeah, they but really are. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, I didn't know this. It's just interesting. What famous trumpeter was called the Prince of Darkness? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's not Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know he played trumpet. Um, this was also an internet thing. This could be totally bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Prince of 
Prince of Darkness? Fuck. Trumpeter? Uh, it wouldn't be Miles, right? Yeah. It was Miles. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why. Apparent. I mean, I know I've heard Miles Davis was a real asshole. But I, I don't know that. that that would make you the Prince of Darkness. Right, yeah. He's Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I did hear that he could be kind of a hard ass. I, th- yeah. I, w- I want to say because um, I listened to a recent interview with um, Marcus Miller, mm-hmm. and I want to say he did some sessions for Miles and like it probably was the '80s or maybe it was the '70s. Uh, mm, I don't know, but um, yeah, apparently Miles was not the nicest. guy. I think a lot of those like jazz greats really weren't like Buddy Rich was said to be like a big dick, the worst yeah. band leader ever. Yeah. 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 He would like um, just like scream at people. Yeah. In fact, actually, my high school jazz band teacher, uh, he was the like the band teacher in general, but um, he was telling us a story probably because like everyone was fucking up a whole bunch in rehearsal. And he um, was like uh, talking about how he went to go see Buddy Rich one time and Buddy fired the bass player like in the middle of the gig for like not doing, Shit. not keeping time or something well enough. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Damn. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Interesting fact. Um, Dylan's dad opened mm-hmm. up for Buddy Rich. Yeah, I did know that. You didn't know that? Yeah. Did, you, did he tell you about how like Buddy came up to him afterwards and was like, pretty good kid? No, but yeah. that's awesome. And isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. I'm not surprised. Surpri- I mean, Jerry's a beast, but. You know. Yeah, but it sounds like he would have been like, keep practicing. You'll be as good as me one day. <laughs> yeah, right. Something. Work on your rudiments, kid. <laughs> right, or something. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Okay, so this is actually a YouTube video that I saw recently. I put this question in here Mm. because I thought it was fascinating. Mm. Music theorists claim that pitch and rhythm are actually the same thing. How is this possible? Uh, I really just wanted to nerd out with you on this. Okay. Pitch and rhythm are the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um... I mean, the only thing I would, I can think of in the moment is that, you know, they're both very reliant on, on technique and bad rhythm can result in bad pitch. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. So this is super interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I watched like a, an hour long thing on it mm-hmm. and I found it amazing. So what they're going for here is, you know, Pitch is frequency Mm -hmm. and frequency is the frequency of a wave in seconds. Right. So technically, if you slow a pitch down enough, it's a rhythm. It's like when you're tuning and like things are a little out and they wobble. Yeah. So they say if you speed up a rhythm, boom, 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 fast enough, it makes it makes a pitch. That's that's totally true. So it's all the same. Interesting. So that's the theory is that oh, everything man. goes back to just rhythm and that it's just different. I'm with it. I'm yeah. with it. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. I mean, that was like a very elementary way of describing it, but that was the that's probably the, for the best because it the theory. Make, it makes sense to me. But yeah, oh man, I love that we can nerd out on this Isn't stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Science, baby. Science, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Lydian mode has which scale degree altered from the Ionian or major mode? Ionian? Or Ionian. (laughs) I've never heard it said that way. I don't know. It's uh, (laughs) the fourth is raised by a half step, creating a sharp four. That is correct. Bow, bow, bow. 
God, kill us now. We're just going to get. We're so nerdy. I know it's the best. (laughs) Okay. In what temperament is Western music tuned? Equal temperament. Yes. I don't know if tuned was the right word. I also threw that one in there just because why not? Yeah. But uh, explain what that means to our audience. Okay. um, Honestly. So I've heard it explained a few ways. I, I don't know how. Probably I, I think I'd rather way. you explain it. Honestly, okay. Because I feel like I'm going to fuck that up. Yeah. Okay. So what equal temperament, my way of explaining it is you take an octave, mm-hmm. right? And you split it equally 12 times. Yeah. That's equal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, so then you get equal half steps instead of microtonal half steps, mm-hmm. which is what other temperaments are. But what's. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say what's interesting about that is, so this is what I was worried about fucking up, um, and I think I'm probably going to fuck it up anyway, but I, <laughs> I watched an Adam Neely video about this maybe a year ago, and he was saying that equal temperament is is technically, mathematically not actually equal. Like if you, if probably. you break I mean, up these frequencies, yeah, like, like 432 is A, and then like B is not whatever would be an equal measurement right. from there. It's, I yeah. mean, it's not an exact science, yeah. but we've attempted that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, also like if you think about it, so like a lot of guitar players, like Eric Johnson's the one that I've kind of, um, know off the top of my head, but he does a, a different temperament on his tuning where his lower strings, uh, D a and E mm-hmm. are tuned a little flat and G B and E are tuned a little sharp. And what this gives him, I mean, it's very minutely. Mm-hmm. What this gives him is a more harmonically pleasing sound to the ear because mm-hmm. it's the equal temperament isn't exact. So it's not an exact science. It's yeah. just, you know. Sounds it's, sounds like. It's the best we got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there go white people with their science. Much. It ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In Western musical notation, five horizontal lines drawn across a piece of sheet music are called what? Oh, the staff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Now let's get goofy. Okay. All right. So as you know, the differences in staffs, or Mm -hmm. they're not really the staff, but clefs, right? Those are the differences. So what clef is a viola written in? Ooh, uh, alto? Yeah. The alto clef is also known as what? I have no idea. The C clef. Oh, so are violas uh, C as their lowest note, or no? So basically, what the clefs are is it shows you. So the clefs are basically like little mini diagrams that mm-hmm. are supposed to show you where the C is on the staff. What? Okay, so here's a good example. So the, like bass the bass clef, clef is also known as what? The the F clef. Oh, because I the see. Little... I didn't know that. The little dot on the... Ba- well, okay, so you know the two dots on bass clef? Yeah. The line in between them is it's F. an F, yeah. So it's showing you which is F. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, what about the treble clef? Treble clef's a G clef. Okay. Because the little swirl starts on G. Wow. Wow. And actually, here's a really nerdy fact. I'm trying to remember. There is a tenor clef, and it looks, is there ex- really? it looks exactly like the alto clef, but up. It's up on the staff. Like they literally look the same, they but just it's raise just like that little thing. Oh, to show you the different. Interesting. Isn't that cool? That is a little nerdy moment. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I'm with it. All right, who's your favorite co-host? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to think about that. One. Oh, don't be. <laughs> 
Oh, I guess it would have to be Melanie. Yeah. Kaiser. Well, there's only two of us. So. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you, you include Darla's random barking that you okay. can sometimes hear. Yeah. Uh, I just had to throw one of these in here. This isn't even the most um, popular one. But what does the term adagio mean in sheet music? Oh, um, I don't know. I've always said it. My uh, saxophone teacher that I took private lessons from as a kid always mm-hmm. said, say it, adagio. Oh, does it mean slow? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anytime I see it, I'm like, adagio. <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> he did a good job, right? That's what I hear every time. That's good. All right. Well, that's all the questions I had. Uh, what? Uh, you're going to leave me like that? Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Maybe we should do like a fun, like a random one. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Those were good questions, though. Thank I you. That. that was fun. I right? actually, I'm, I, I surprised myself with how many I actually did know. You know what? I, I, there's a lot. <laughs> I probably got like a a D or a C. I mean, I mean, that's pretty good for as random as some of these were. Um, I don't know. I I wasn't prepared for a fun one, but let me just uh, let me just look here online really quick. I got one for you. Sure. Now we, there we're talking. All right, go. Um. Oh wait, I do have one, but now I'm starting to doubt myself. Let me, uh, let me borrow this. Yep. <laughs> go for it. All right. Well, I I can just. All right. In what year? Okay. Was the Fender Precision Bass released? Oh shit. Hmm. Yeah, 19, okay, I, I was 1951. Right. Nice, good. Was that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah! starting to doubt myself. I was like, maybe it was 52. All but right. It was, it was 51, indeed. Here's a fun one. Yeah. What instrument did Gibson originally manufacture? Oh, um, it wasn't violins, was it? No, yeah. Um, mandolins? I didn't know that. Nice. Cool. I wrote a paper on it. Uh, for for college, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like, write a paper about an entrepreneur. I'm like, Orville Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Orville, is that his name? Yeah. Oh, boy. Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> Tastiest popcorn I ever did taste. <laughs> Tastiest guitar I ever did eat. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And then Leo Fender. Obviously, you know that one. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, that was super fun. Was we fun. should do more of these. Yeah, this is we just- should. You know, I hope everybody had fun playing at home. Yeah, probably a lot of them are like, you guys are fucking idiots. Because <laughs> we didn't know some of these. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode of Sex, Drugs, and Disappointment. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave us a review and connect with us more on Instagram and TikTok at SDD Podcast. Each episode will soon be available in video format on YouTube. And don't forget... Have fun. Don't do too much. And it's gonna happen... I think. Yep. Uh, yeah, it is for sure. It already did. Oh, no, and it it's happened. Gonna, yep, yep, it sure uh, did. There it goes. It's going to go again. It already too. happened. Yep. It's going to keep happening. <sighs> Watch out. Watch out.